This podcast is brought to you by Hodgepodge Productions. Enjoy and frown this. Hey, this is Cole Jones, and you're listening to the Hodgepodge Podcast. This is Richard Schroeder, and you're listening to the Hodgepodge Podcast. Hey, it's Derek Norsworthy, and you're listening to the Hodgepodge Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's Murph from Jokers. I'm here in my hotel room. There's my blankie. These things are not important. Here's what is. You've made a choice to listen to the HodgePodge podcast. Not a bad choice, my friend. You are making good decisions in life. Subscribe now and anywhere that podcasts are available. Bye. I'm going to go back to cuddling from a blankie. Ladies and gentlemen, it's HodgePodge time. All right. Episode 122 uh, here. Um, it's just uh, me and Eric today, me and Big Shrimp. We are talking all about our injuries and most worst injuries in professional wrestling. We also give all of you guys an update on where we are with the Bobby Bones Show Review, where we are with our podcast, what we do when we're not doing the podcast, which is working. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Yep, a little short uh, introduction here. Let's go right over to Big Shrimp and me talking injuries, worst injuries in wrestling. Here we go. All right, we're here. Um, I'm here on the phone is uh, my good boy, friend, partner, business partner, Big Shrimp. What's going on, my man? Yo, 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 man. Not much. Just finished uh, an interview a little bit ago with Evelyn Cormier from American Idol and 90 Day Fiance or 90 Day Engagement. Yeah. No, it's, it's 90 Day Fiance. It is 90 Day Fiance, not Engagement. Yeah, I know. I made that mixed up with her, too. She corrected me. <laughs> Yeah. And in my mind, I keep making the same mistake. It's, uh, I don't know why, I guess the, uh, the two, well, I don't know, the two yeah. words. That keep yeah, my mom watches that stuff, so it, it, it's usually on the TV sometimes. It's, to me, it's a bunch of, I don't, I don't like really nothing on TLC that much anyways, you know. I watch a couple of things, nothing, nothing that would spark anybody's interest. But I figured we would get on here and chat a little bit, um, because we did a couple of your podcasts, which are still coming, um, still in the editing process, but we would get on here and talk injuries. Um, don't, don't know why that crossed my mind. I just figured, hey, let's talk injuries and then kind of pull that towards the worst injuries in wrestling after we finish telling our personal stories of uh, injuries. Oh, wow. Uh, so, hey. um, have you ever had any injuries? that has left permanent on you? I have, actually. I've had a few injuries in my life, and uh, the biggest injury I've ever had is wrestling-related. <laughs> um, I was training to be in a business, and, uh, well, long story short, I was training, and me and a couple of guys were going over a spot we were going to do. Mm. And so, I was supposed to come off the ropes. Now, this little guy, 
I was supposed to come up off of him. He's going to do a back body drop. And then right behind him, this big, big old boy is supposed to catch me and then pick me up for a power bomb. Right. But the back body drop catch me into a power bomb. That's going to take that simple bomb. Yeah. Well, this guy was greener than grass. And he picked me up. As soon as he picked, he picked me up, he got lopsided with me and dropped me. And I ended up going straight down the side of my knee toward mm. my HDL, MCL, and LCL. But uh, you could hear the pop, pop, snap. Right. And I was in so much pain. And uh, I ended up going to the hospital. I had some, got some surgery. Uh, to repair them. Now, while I was recovering from surgery, my legs started swelling and turning purple. Mm. And uh, they said, well, that's not normal. Right. And so they did a knee culture. They got some fluid out from the joint in my knee, which, by the way, is very painful. So when I found out I got a staph infection in the hospital, mm-hmm. Long story short, I ended up having to spend time in two separate hospitals. Um, ended up being in a hospital almost, I think, six whole months. Right. And I almost lost my left leg. And that coupled with this neurological issue I have now with my nerves, mm. it's, it's, it's uh, left its mark for sure. Yeah. So, what about you, man? You ever had any crazy injury? Yeah. I've had others, but that's the biggest. Yeah, well, I figured we'd just trade stories real quick. I'm going to open my drink real quick. Forgot to open it before. No, it's not a beer. It's a Coke Zero. So, um, yeah. Um, probably, what, what was the worst one? I haven't had a lot of injuries, but I've uh, probably the major one, I don't really remember it. Um, I was two, and... Um, I had a little play set, you know, uh, uh, back back side of the house, and um, my dad was doing something on his truck, and I decided to go and get my little hammer toy, toy hammer thing, and when I climbed up the the, t- the play set, I fell off and fell on my fell on my right arm, and it broke it in like four places in the elbow. And so I don't have an elbow at all on my right arm. It's Man, I didn't even notice that when I was down there. Yeah, and, and the thing is, dude, like I can't gain any kind of muscle on that arm. Like I know it sounds weird, but like all my muscle is in my left hand, my left arm. That's why I'm more. But I'm, you're right-handed, though, right? right yeah, right-handed. Like, I'm ambidextrous. I think it's because of that reason that I did break that right elbow and I had to do a lot of stuff left-handed when I was two. Like, um, it, it, I can't throw a football. I can't throw a baseball. I can't... Um, and, and it's not that I just can't. I, I've tried, and the doctor said I probably would never be able to uh, do anything correctly with that right arm except for... You know, I, I can do everything. I just... Once I try to like start like throw a baseball or something like that, it really gives me fits, and like I get really really bad arthritis in the winter, like times where it's so oh, bad that it's just like I'm having to go to the doctor. It gets that bad, but I think I still All have right. like pins and screws in it if I'm not mistaken. Because at one point they had wires connecting 
something to something else with with the screwed. So I was like, whew. I can't imagine the pain now. Imagine when I was two. Man, that sounds horrible. Horrible. You got another one? Yeah, one injury I had. It's pretty bad at the time, but it it healed up quickly. Uh, I was sitting in the front seat of my dad's car. Yeah. I I think I was in second grade, maybe third grade. I might have been at fourth. I don't remember. One of those three. Right. Because uh, I remember the school I was going to, and I only went there from second to fourth grade. Mm. But uh, be that as it may, I just put my little brother, one of my brothers, in the back seat, and his car seat right directly behind me. Right. And this car, the seat belt, you'd reach over from your waist to pull it over instead of over your shoulder. Mm hmm. And for whatever reason, my dumb ass had my thumb <laughs> and the do- door, oh Jesus, it hurts to think about it. Oh. And my dad slammed that door on my thumb. Uh-huh. And, and I screamed and screamed, and he'll be more quickly to <laughs> you know what I screamed for. And my whole thumb went black and blue. Yeah. And uh, to this day, it's still crooked. But um, we went to the hospital and got it. Got a thing put on it, but man, it was horrible. Yeah, so um, I, one, I, I was, think I was second grade, maybe, maybe first, um, no later than second, because I, I remember I was little, and um, I was running from, so the way it was, and has always been, was there, we lived in a trailer down the hill, and then a probably 15 feet to the left of us was my grandma's house. So now we live in my grandma's house and my brother lives in the trailer we used to live in. So one time I was, um, I wasn't listening or something and mom threatened to do ground me or something like that. So I took off running down to my grandma's house and, um, they had, they had a bunch of lead pipes because they were fixing the roof on the house and they had a bunch of lead pipes laying on the back carport, and I ran and I cut my right pinky toe off. Jeez. <laughs> and so uh, my, I think my dad was down there on the phone, and he figured out that something was wrong, and he took me and my pinky toe to the hospital, and they sewed it and they connected it back on. So I mean, it still works. <laughs> God Almighty, man, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it was. I can I can I can't remember a lot of it, but I can remember them stitching it up. I, I remember that it was it was it was pretty bad, pretty rough. Not bad. I had another one uh, when I was in kindergarten. Uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I was running through the cafeteria with my tray. Right. Take my tray back to throw it away. You know, throw away my milk carton or whatever. Yeah. And this other guy named Will, he's a little bit bigger than me, taller than me, or whatever. But we were in the same class. We ran right into each other. I don't know if it was the fork or the butter knife. I think it was the fork. Flew up in the air and stabbed me right in the face. Mm. And right above my, I think it's my right up or left up, one of my eyebrows. You can see if you look at me. Because hair doesn't grow on that. Yeah, part yeah, the of scar. It. Yeah, yeah, and 
I I blacked out because I lost so much blood. But uh, from a plastic knife? Nice. No, it's a real knife. So, I mean, I'm not. I was a fork. I think it was a fork, and it was not plastic. It was like the like the metal. So your school lets you use metal metal utensils. Oh yeah, all my life. Really? I've never used plastic. We've had plastic. Yeah. It would come. It would come. Swear to God, it would come in like a little uh, paper thing. It would have a folded napkin, and then it would have a spoon, a fork, and a knife, kind of like you would see in an MRE. And you'd pull it yeah, open. Yeah, at a at a restaurant get a to go order. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've never had those, dude. And I've been to uh, schools in East Tennessee. I went to a school in North Carolina. School in Nashville and Memphis. Every school I've ever been to, we've uh, used real silverware. Dang. But, uh, yeah, I mean, stab me in the face, an eyebrow, and that just stitches. That stuff. <laughs> it's not funny, but it, it's funny to think about now looking back, you know. Yeah, uh, well, look back at it. But. I think I've only really had one more. Um, trying to think back um this is probably the only one that i know of um so i was uh ninth grade i remember it clearly i was freshman year high school um we had this when we we had moved a bunch of places um before we came back to where we're at now and we were in this 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 brick house it was my dad's grandpa's so after he so when he died we we got they asked us if we wanted to live in the house and blah blah blah. So we were there, it's freshman year, and I was. We had a fireplace, and on the fireplace, on the wall behind the fireplace, there was a, a big old mirror, a big mirror, and so I was using it to uh, brush my hair. And for some reason, I jumped off the fireplace, and when I jumped off the fireplace, my foot came out from under me, and I oh, landed God. on top of my ankle. And so when I got up, like it was as soon as it happened, it, it went numb. Like it, it didn't hurt. It didn't, I, I didn't feel anything. I just was like, it's numb. I can't walk on it. It's numb. And so I didn't go to school that day. So <clears throat> my mom took me to my grandma's while she had to work. She took me to the doctor. It was broken like three spots. Good Lord. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, I had one other injury, and uh, it sounds crazy, but it was really pretty minor. Um, I was in Memphis, and I was uh, walking down the road, yeah. and I was in the wrong neighborhood at the wrong time, and I had on uh, shoestrings that were matching my clothes, mm. and I particular game, I won't mention on a podcast, but a particular game <laughs> is prevalent in that area. And okay. a couple of guys come up to me and said, yo, what set do you claim? And I said, look, man, I ain't claiming nothing. <laughs> and this dude pulled out a gun and he said, shut the fuck up and give me all your motherfucking money right now. And right about that time, the police was coming right around the corner. And a dude, a other dude, because I, my eyes got a little big when I saw the police. Yeah. And they took off running. 
opposite direction. Right. Uh, one guy turned around, he was running and started firing. Ooh. And one bullet hit me right in the hip on the right side. Mm. So I went down, I got shot. And uh, luckily, though, it was. Uh, I went to the hospital, they removed the bullet. And, uh, you know, to clean me up, whatever. But, so, yeah, I mean, that was horrible. Alright, um. I mean, I know this sounds like a stupid question, but I've never been shot. Does it does it hurt as bad as people says it hurt, or or they portray it on TV or a movie? Oh man, it tickles. Oh yeah. <laughs> I fell on the ground. I just started laughing. I laughed so hard I'm pissed myself. Yeah. <laughs> no man. Oh, it hurts bad, dude, but it burns. Oh yeah. My fucking leg was on fire. Uh, yeah, and it went right straight through the meat and I must have my my ass, it right to my head. Yeah, it hurt. You still got a scar? Yeah, you want one picture? One picture <laughs> no, of my ass? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's, that's usually about it for our injuries, so I figured we would take now... I looked up uh, some of the worst uh, wrestling injuries, uh, because we both love wrestling. And so this one came upon me. It's one of the, my most earliest memories of watching it. And it was when, um, uh, do you remember when Vince McMahon blew up both of his quads? Yeah, they just sat right Rumble? up afterwards. And then he walked afterwards. <laughs> that was one. Man, that, that was one tough man. Oh, yeah. Um, and Triple H blew out his quad two and once. And Triple H finished the match afterwards. Yeah, and that was when uh, uh, the, uh, close to the end of the match, Chris Jericho was supposed to put him in the walls of Jericho. And you can see how professionally and how th they both were because of the way Chris Jericho realized, oh, he really is injured and didn't really put any pressure on that left, the right leg or whatever leg it was. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you another stick injury in WCW. Sid's leg snapped in half. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Jumping off that top rope. Oh my God! It just... Oh, the, he just landed wrong and it just snapped right into. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah. And I remember uh, Steve Austin, Owen Hart, picked him up for a power driver and dropped him on his head and paralyzed him yes. for a few minutes. Yes. Yes. Uh, Did uh? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I was going to tell you, I remember watching this one, actually, this is when you had to order the pay-per-views on TV, um, yeah. it was uh, the One Night Stand, Extreme Rules, it was uh, for the WWE Championship, and Randy Orton broke his collarbone with Triple H. Yeah, I remember that oh too. Oh my yeah. god, that, that was rough. They, they, they really brought my name to an angle a few years earlier with Triple H and uh, Randy Orton were feuding, they feuded several times, but... At one point, because Randy Orton RKO'd uh, Steph, yeah, and kissed her Triple on the cheek. H said, <laughs> Triple H said, the last time we got this ring together, I broke her collarbone. That was business. Now it's personal. I'm going to break your freaking neck. <laughs> man, that made me chill, man, when he said that. Yeah, that, that was probably one of my favorites. Even though I'm not a fan... <sighs> I mean, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm more of a fan of Triple H and Randy Orton. 
Um, not really a fan of either, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick Triple H, and that was one of my favorite feuds because it was so like it was it was so iconic to see Triple H break into Randy Orton's house and just beat the crap out of him in front of his wife. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, they, they, that was a uh, that was kind of like a uh, what do you call it? And it's kind of like a nod towards when yeah. Steve Austin broke into Brian Pillman's house and attacked Brian Pillman. Yes. Uh, but I think in 95, 96, somewhere around there. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Triple H and Randy both are two of my all-time favorites, in WWE at least. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember another time when the Radicals jumped shit from WCW to WWF. Chris mm. Benoit, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and, uh, uh, God, now my mind went blank. Who's the other guy? The fourth guy. Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, and Perry Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in the ring. I think this might have been the second or third week after they crossed over. Eddie Guerrero, and you can find this on YouTube, jumps off the top rope to do a frog splash. It's something he's done a trillion times, if that's even a word. I don't remember who he's going to give it to, but he didn't tuck his arms in. I didn't like it on both of his elbows. And you can see on the screen, both of his elbows are literally popped out yeah. of the stockage, and they're hanging off the side of his arm. Ooh. You know that had to hurt badly. One of the worst ones I remember... Um was when Joey Mercury broke his nose. Do you remember that? Yes, with, yes, with the ladder. In the ladder match when Jeff and Matt jumped off the ladder and they were supposed yeah. to miss him and it hit um, John Morrison, Joey Mercury. And hit, I mean, it was just as soon as he hit. You knew it was real because his eyes were swollen. He was just, it, oh, God. I, I remember it. I yeah, remember. he wore a, uh, a face mask on TV for yes. months after that. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then when Stone Cold broke his neck, that one was um, that one was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. dropped it. Yeah. Our two big injuries. Now, there's been a lot of uh, work injuries, storyline injuries, and I don't really want to talk about those, but two major ones that we can't forget. The worst of them all, obviously, is the death of Owen Hart. Owen Hart, right. When he smashed his skull on the uh, Did something something happen to his neck or something? Yeah, I think he slipped. Leo Brown slipped and dropped draws on his head 
And now, to this day, he's paralyzed from the head down. He's bound to a wheelchair. I just looked that up, and here, here is uh, what happened. It said, um, Draws was not a name many fans remember, and back in 99, during a match that was taped before the show was aired live on TV, landed on his neck during a move that caused him to become paralyzed from the neck down. He later began using his arms and upper body, but the movement is still limited. God, it's horrible. God dang, man. Whew. But I, I wanted to go back on that Owen Hart thing because we had talked about that about Bret Hart's book before. And he states, and has even said in in, in in many interviews, and a lot of people have said it before, that he thinks that Owen Hart's death was intentional. Um, yeah, some people think that. Um, I think Bret thinks that because he did state he did say it in a book, and then man, I, I just can't see where a company's gonna kill somebody just for the sake of killing them because their brother ticked them off. Do you know how big of a lawsuit that would be if they if they can prove that though? Oh, they they did go for the lawsuit and they're still suffering from it. No, I I don't think it was done intentionally. At least not I don't think they tried to kill him. Maybe scare him a little bit or to hurt him, but no. First of all it's Vince Russo who uh, if I remember right, who had the whole idea for Owen Hart to bring back the Blue Blazer gimmick. Mm-hmm. I had to come down from the Raptors. They wanted to copy what Sting was doing in WCW. And, uh, man, I don't know. I wouldn't want to get too heavy into that because I've heard so many different stories about it. Much of he said, she said. Yeah. And, there's a lot of uh, controversial ideas floating around, and there's some uh, um, uh, hot dancing. Think straight tonight. <laughs> contradictions. That's the word. There's a lot of contradictions out there too between what Bruce Prichard said happened, what Jim Cornette said happened. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't use that name. I don't. I, I don't want to get in any kind uh, of trouble. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, Jerry the King Waller and Jim Ross were sitting at ringside. Um, a lot of people say... Uh, there's only uh, people, there's only like a few people that know what really happened. And that's JC, Vince McMahon, and Vince Russo. Um, but then again... All their stories are kind of hard to to follow because they all go on different ways and different directions. So it's kind of like we'll never know because we weren't there. Yeah. Whew. Oh, yeah, it was it, it was some rough stuff. Um. So I figured now we would just it, it's midnight here, dude. Uh. <laughs> we're both wore out. We both had interviews um, today, and uh, for some for the rest of the week. So I uh, figured we would just close it out by talking some updates here. We deserve um, to give our fans the updates. They deserve it. Um, so the Bobby Bones Show review is coming. Uh, <laughs> we did one episode and didn't do any more. Um, they're on vacation now, which should be a good time to do it, but I don't think between our schedules we're going to be able to get to it today or this week. 
So, they are coming, though. They are coming, folks. We promise. Uh, what about your podcast? When do you, um, well, I, I mean, obviously I'm putting them up and editing them, well, but, but when do you think they're going to be put up? I've got several episodes in a can. Mm-hmm. They're all on a micro SD card. I've got to hurry up and send them to you. So you can do, put the, some magic to them and then get them uploaded. And uh, they should be up soon. I've got interviews with uh, tonight. I'm a former year, finished number 14 on American Idol. I did an interview with uh, um, a few other people too that's coming. I've got a few more scheduled and uh, I've, done, I've gone solo and talked solo one night. That's coming, and uh, you and I have done a couple, Dylan. We've done a couple. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, now, we don't know yet if these are going to go up all simultaneous, simultaneously like the um, the very first ones did. Um, I don't know how you want to do it or how I want to do it. Um, uh, well... Some of these interviews, the artists have asked when they'll be up, so... Yeah. I don't know, I don't want to keep them waiting too long. At first, I thought maybe we'd do one a day, but... No, one of them, I don't know, we'd probably just do them all at one time, if the last time, if you want to. Whatever's easier for you, so you're the one to upload it in. Yeah, um... So, don't want to mention this too much because we don't know if it's official yet but we finally might have a sponsor yeah so hopefully that works out and both hodgepodge podcast and big shrimp radio will finally <laughs> this podcast will start making um not 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 cash but will start making more sense to us as we are um going through you know, doing because I because I've been doing it almost three years, dude, and um, this is the very first sponsor that I've been accepted for, or we've been accepted for, and uh, it's a very exciting. Wait, and once you get it, you're just kind of like, man, some of the stress goes off, and some of the pressure comes off, and you're like, whew, finally we're. we're oh, we're look, doing I mean, if any of you out there are listening, if yes. you uh, know of anybody that can sponsor or would like to be a part. Put us up, let us know. Uh, maybe we can get something worked out. I um, I had one, dude. Um, I was telling you, but I'll tell the one here. A couple of weeks ago, one of my artist friends pointed me towards this um, certain company. I'm not going to say on here what it is. Um, and they were going to supply us with some of the stuff that they had. Uh, they sell, and they were also going to. To, to give us a, a pretty good penny for um, not a lot I mean what was it what did I tell you like 175 bucks an episode or something like that yeah so um, and then I was in the, they were going to send me over some paperwork to sign and then the day I was supposed to sign them they backed out so um, I was a little pissed and um, got a little down in the dumps but hey it all worked out perfectly wouldn't you say so it happens but no yeah. worries you know uh Things will come along eventually, and we look forward to them. Yes, we do. So, um, what is um, 
what are your plans for um, where, where do you see us heading in the future for your podcast because because we're, the guys we're, we're partners we're 50 50 in this um well ultimately um i've got a lot of plans that i've been talking to people about implementing these plans um here in east tennessee i'm going to host a uh, a festival and i might do an event every few months where we'll bring in some artists to perform and we're gonna we will have uh perks for people that buy tickets in advance and uh hopefully we'll get that going also i'm looking at some cameras and stuff to get some stuff on film to put on youtube and hopefully we've got some more sponsorships coming in I don't know, the sky's filling it. We really got, uh, one thing that Hodge and I both have talked about is the possibility of becoming roommates and going to Nashville together. And I literally turn our whole living room into a studio. And, uh, you know, I'm really taking this to the next level. Um, I think that'll be very, uh, helpful in our endeavors. I think it'll be tremendous and we can get a lot accomplished that way. And what people don't realize, me and Eric are full-time podcasters. We do this, when we're not doing this, we're we're doing podcasts. Like, um, when we're not recording, yeah. we're, we're we're trying to book clients. We're trying to get back and forth with each other because we don't want to have the same people on both podcasts unless because there's a few that I'm going to jump on with Eric and I'm going to put on my channel as well and I'm pretty sure he's going to do the same thing if I get a couple of people that, I'm, that I am working on I, I'm trying to work on small clients but I also am trying to view my range and go into a somewhat bigger clients that a lot more people would know because um, if you just have very small people and it's just by word of mouth it's not really going to get a lot unless you have like middle act B classes you know what I mean well I don't really view anybody as small or large or right it's just some people have a wider reach than others and some people have uh, are more known than others but really uh, we're looking to get people that are uh, known and people that aren't known obviously I want to get a lot of people that are not known so I can help to highlight them and uh, hopefully turn turn them on to some new fans and yeah. really spread the word and help them grow and then people that are established the people that do have a following it'd be nice to get some of them as well it helps to give us more credibility and it uh, and it's all about growth you just want to keep growing and keep going forward that's what it's all about and uh, I think we're well on our way to do that but yeah, when it's when when I'm not recording, my mind is going. Yeah. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, it's always on a podcast. What segments I want to try out, what questions I want to ask. I'm always doing prep work for people I'm going to have on. I'm reaching out to people and see if they want to come on. I'm reaching out to management teams and firms to see if they can bring people on. I'm uh, 
Oz and I are always talking about clients, talking about who we're going to have on. We talk about, I, we probably talk 10 times a day, every day. <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. That, talk that, about, that's not know, including texting back and forth either. No, no. Texting back and forth, that's a whole lot more. That's but yeah, we talk on the phone and FaceTime yeah. and how about this? Or let's try this. Or what do you think about that? And, you know, it's a, it's a process, but, you know, Hana can only do so much by itself. I can only do so much by myself. But when you put two people together, we become a team. I think we're going to become unstoppable. And uh, I think in a lot of ways I have a mind that's uh, more business-driven um, and more uh, driven in terms of numbers and sales and analytics and, and uh, persuasion. That's what I've been taught on my life of school board. I worked in a very competitive environment in a call center, and I was ranked number one. Um, 15 months straight, I think, or 16 months straight, I was top of the food chain. That's I'm a very competitive person, and I know how to talk to people and get things done. And uh, Hodge uh, also has connections, and he, you know, how to interview people and ask questions. So I think between the two of us, we can get a lot done and really take this to the next level. I really do. And um, <clears throat> Eric has this episode coming up on the podcast that we recorded. What was it, the other, uh, night before last or whenever? Um, talking about a specific Double artist. Double standards. Double standards. That's right. That was a controversy that we faced. Our aspects. Man, it is the most one of the most cringiest episodes. Not 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 in a bad way. I'm still friends with this person that did something to Eric, and I didn't want to take. That's not what they side. did. It's what they didn't do. Right. Yeah. Same difference. And uh, <laughs> man, it it made me. I was uncomfortable the whole the whole time. I don't know if Eric could catch that in the podcast, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna drop, dude. I didn't record it just to tickle myself. I recorded it to drop it. And yeah. I'm sure the bridge will be burnt between me and that person, but that's fine. You know, whatever. Well, they, uh, well, at least you still got the bridge with them, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I wish you much success, but that sounds to me like they have issues. And have at it, bud. Enjoy it. Uh, we are also looking at branching out, uh, working on getting more podcasts on the HodgePodge Productions Network. We're uh-huh. also we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. <laughs> we're, yeah, do, we are. we're doing so much. A lot of plans, a lot of dreams, a lot of ideas. And you can't and, uh, if 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 you if you shoot for the stars and you fail and you get halfway, at least you land on the moon. There you go. So, but I think we're gonna get off here on on, on recording minutes. It's, it's like midnight. I know it's midnight over there. It's, it's like what is it? A little over, little past midnight there. Twelve, twelve fifteen, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're an hour ahead. 
So, uh, all right, this episode is uh, nicely dropping any minute now because uh, I'm putting it up tonight when we get finished recording. So uh, look for more episodes of Big Shrimp Radio. Uh, subscribe. It's not. It doesn't cost you a dime to subscribe to either one of us. It doesn't cost you. It may take you five seconds, but I promise. I can give you that five seconds back with a good interview and a good podcast. So, um, subscribe, rate us, give us some five star ratings, and even tell a friend, share our uh, podcast, share our socials, uh, tell friends, tell family, get people involved. We don't have a big corporation behind this or a big network. This is just us. So if we're going to grow, we're going to grow organically and naturally. And we need you to help us grow. We're going to be the underdog story. That's what I dream about, man. uh, We promise we'll do y'all proud. You'll you'll be happy about what you see, and uh, you'll be entertained. And down the road, when things really start taking off, uh, you guys will be responsible for it. You'll be responsible for our success. And we'll always be grateful and thankful. So there you have it. All right, cool. Um, well, I guess that's it, dude. I'm gonna uh, then we'll get off here. <laughs>